Vince the DJ quit. Alright, welcome to Off the Rails, episode three. I am Noah, and as always, I'm joined by Sean. Bubba. On this episode, we're gonna discuss a new movie that Bubba has found. We're gonna find out about a Disney princess that fought against the Mighty Mouse and won. And we're gonna talk about a major league pitcher who pitched while on LSD. But that is only the start of the story. But first, Sean, why don't you tell us a little about this beer we're going to drink? We're trying a peanut butter flavored milk stout by Belching Beaver Brewery. I'm sold. <laughs> by, just by the name alone, Belching Beaver. I like that brewery. <laughs> so this is a, uh, it's all about the beaver, which we know it is. This is what it says on the bottle. Ooh, it's it's dark and it it's smells dark. it smells peanut butter. Yeah, it does. Yeah, this is a five point three, so it's not too bad. It's okay. a, that's a little that's more about sessionable. A little, little more. Yeah. There you go. There. Right on. All right. So we do the uh, the ASTMO again. Right. That's right? how we judge the beer. Right. So the appearance is is a uh, definitely a very dark chocolate. Yeah, it's a stout. There's no doubt about that. It's a stout, so we wanted to mix it up a little bit, get away from the IPAs. Uh, so we saw the appearance, the smell. You smell the peanut butter? Yeah, it's like it's like a jar of Jif. Yep. Smell. I could smell the coffee too. Jif. Chocolate. Kind of, kind of plebeian are you that you're having a Jif? Chocolate. Like Jif. What do you want from me? What are you a peanut Peter Peter Pan guy? Peter Pan, how dare you? <laughs> Skippy for life, bitch. Uh, Give it a little taste there. All right, let's see how this goes. That's, that's a little more palatable for a stout for me. I'm not a big coffee fan, so. Mm. Whoa. That's pretty good. That is a weird taste that you do not expect in a beer. Yeah. Peanut. Yeah, it's definitely peanut. peanut you can butter. definitely it's taste peanut, and smell yeah. the peanuts. It's smooth. And the mouthfeel, I thought it was clean. Yeah, it's got a little heat. Got not a little bite heavy. to it. We like, well, yeah. Got a little bite there in, in the taste, in the, in the mouth, but it's good. I like it. Yeah. Overall, I would give it a uh, probably a four. I'm four not, bottle caps. Yeah, four bottle caps. I, I mean, I would drink it among friends. It's probably not one I'd seek out on my own, but, I mean, for what they're trying to do with the stout, I think it's a good job. Right. Not as good as our last beer that we did. To me, no. Maybe you you might lie if you wanted to give it a different rating. You, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. You're our raider. You're the beer judge in this in this trio. There's no, no doubt I about think, that. I think you're right. I think the last... The last beer was better. This is this is unusual. Yeah. This is not. This is. Uh, I don't know about peanut butter beer though. This is not in God's plan. That's what I said. I mean, the guy. You know, the guy I get my beer from. He's like, you got to try this. I'm like, I'm not a big style guy. He's like, no, just try. You know, everybody loves it. So I thought I'd give it a try. Icon a beverages different. and cigars. That's where you yes. get your beer. Correct. Good place in Cyprus. Yeah. Go out there. Tell them about us. Let them let them uh, let them know you you heard them here on the OTR podcast. So, well, that's good. I like it. I like this beer. It's good. Peanut. I peanut thought you butter, like it. Peanut butter flavored milk stout. Correct. Mm. I'm a big stout guy. I do yeah. like stout. I I, I thought much, you did. Big yeah. Big fan of stout. If I drink a beer this dark, I'm probably wanting a double black IPA myself. Oof. That's yeah. That's 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 man that's beer. Too, I yeah. Can't be doing that. That's <laughs> too much for me too. Yeah, that'll put hair on my balls. I don't know the. Uh, this was not part of George Washington Carver's plan when oh, he invented the peanut butter. That brother knew exactly what he was doing. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, they're gonna make beer out of me. I love it. <laughs> so last episode, 
we uh, we uh, talked a lot about the uh, the Goat Hill Tavern. You rated it. You rated the Goat Hill Tavern. Yeah, four or five. You gave it a four or five right. as a tavern. Yeah, good. Great place. And uh, we did a little interview with it with a listener. Uh, we also that same time we saved it for this trip because you know we 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 uh, we actually went to the Goat Hill Tavern with an old friend uh, who was in town. Uh, some of you may know him. Tony Allen, touchdown Tony, touchdown Allen. Tony Allen, <laughs> and uh, he went to he went to the Goat Hill Tavern with us, and we actually uh, I actually conducted an interview with Tony Allen. So I'm sitting here with Tony Allen. <laughs> Welcome back to California. How's uh, how's Las Vegas treating you? Las Vegas is fantastic. Good to be back in SoCal though. How, how long have you been out there? Uh, three years now. And uh, what's what, what do you like about it? What's the best part about living in Vegas as compared? To live in out here in Southern California, 24-hour town, new ladies every week. It's fantastic. <laughs> new ladies every week. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant customers. Oh. New customers every week. Because <laughs> I want to make sure we're clear about that. So, absolutely. Uh, so the main question I have to ask you for our listeners: uh, uh, Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? All time. That's a tough one. But um, gosh, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan in the day. Very upset when he lost the title, the Ultimate Warrior. Um, all time. We might have to go with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, old school. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was never a favorite of mine. Now, is it is it true that you were at WrestleMania 9? If that was the one that was at uh, Caesars Palace in Vegas, it is true, yes. And is it also true that you were at 1995's Bash at the Beach? Yeah, you can see me on TV. I'm in the front row. I uh, believe it's with you. It's a yeah. I was gonna say there's a rumor that that I was in the front row with you in that in that in that instance. Yes, we were in the front row. Riots almost broke out, but we are on a pay per view. Uh, as uh, great fans and great spectators, we got there I believe at 6 a.m. in the morning before the lifeguards were even out there. Yeah, we almost got crushed by the crowd, the, the enormous crowd, the largest crowd for a WCW pay per view, by the way, according to Tony Schiavone. Anyway. Well, then if it's Shivani, then it's got to be right. I'm sure he didn't clarify it and, and, uh, and confirm that at the same time. Well, we're glad you're back, and thanks for listening to uh, Off the Rails. You got it. Hope to be back uh, soon, and hope all your fans will uh, uh, start following me on Instagram. Me. I don't have one. <laughs> but anyway, see you in Vegas, brother. All right, brother. Off the Rails podcast. So there you go. That's Tony Allen. Uh, Tony Allen live from the Go Hill Tavern. A uh, lot to talk about there. Don't don't follow that. us. Follow Tony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. Follow, follow us on Twitter. My follow favorite thing Tony. he says is follow Tony on his Instagram, which he doesn't have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just look for that. Keep searching for it. Oh, he might have it now. By the time this airs, he might have it. He may maybe he'll remember that he said that. That's part of TA's mad scheme was to plug his Instagram. But step one, plug my Instagram. Step two. Get an Instagram. Step two, fig- <laughs> step two, figure out what Instagram is. <laughs> so we had a good time that night, uh, as you could probably tell from last episode's interviews in this one. So Tony Allen's a good friend, long lost friend who is uh, living in Vegas now. Lots of good times, like living the bash dream. At the beach. He's the vortex. Tony Allen is the vortex. Although sometimes <laughs> I wonder if he's actual vortex. Sometimes I wonder if you're the vortex. Well, when him and I get together. It's we we, class, we, we always four. watch the sunrise. That's for class sure. Four, <laughs> class four storm at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Allen's definitely a good guy, and uh, we were at the Bash of the Beach. He did mention that we were at Bash of the Beach, 
And if you need clarification, you can go on the WWE Network and check out. What what year was that? Bash of the Beach 95. Not a rumor. It is fact. not a rumor. It <laughs> is fact. Documented, documented fact. You were at yes. Bash of the Beach 95. Yes. You were With at. With no shirt on, which you, should never have happened. You were at uh, Royal Rumble 93 with me. Yes. I was at WrestleMania to 13 or 14. Taking your underage brother and almost getting him crushed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We almost got crushed at Beach Bash the Beach. That's what happens when you get that many people on Huntington Beach watching wrestling. Yes. It, yeah. Bottle water Big bottles. Time wrestling. Water bottles full of sand, pelting the wrestlers. It was not it was not a very safe environment to be in, but we had a good time. That's and, awesome. Uh, you know, it was fun. It was, it was one of those things. So Big news in the world of Star Wars recently. There was somebody trying to go to the Disney store. And, of course, Disney now owns the, the rights to the Star Wars franchise. And uh, she went in there to purchase some Princess Leia toys for her daughter. And, unfortunately, they, uh, they didn't, ca- didn't have any for her, didn't carry it for her. So she tweeted to Disney directly and asked them, why aren't there Leia dolls? or Leia products available in the Disney stores. My daughter really wants one. And Disney's response was, currently there are no plans for Leia products at the Disney store. Natalie, have a wonderful day. <laughs> it was in everything with have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful and day. I, I mean, but I'm shocked that they that Disney would like, you know, pass up on an opportunity to market Leia when they have all their Disney princesses. Absolutely. Why, why can't she be the next princess? She absolutely why, should Why be. is she not a princess? She should yeah. absolutely. And she I is guarantee a princess. When, they, yeah, when the new right. movies come out, when the new movies come out next year, I guarantee you that will be, they will, she will be a Disney princess. Yeah. And that will be totally marketed. She'll be all into it. This is just one of those cases. And it's, it's weird because now that Disney owns everything, you know, uh, we're kind of in this kind of weird nebulous zone where they're like, wait a minute. It's frightening. We own so much shit. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. They're like, how do we do all this? You know, how do we make, you know, because I don't think anybody ever accused Disney of not wanting to make every dollar they could out of every property that they own. Sure. You know, they're good at, look at it, but I'd say they got so, I mean, it's crazy because they were a monolithic company before, but you know, it's like now, they own, you know, they just, they have taken ownership of so much shit so fast. They own all these characters. They own, you know, Spider-Man, Chewbacca, me, right? Yeah. All these films. They definitely own your all soul. These, There's no all doubt these, about that. All these beloved characters, right, are now owned by the Disney Corporation. And they just did, I think in this case, in the Princess Leia case, I just think it was ahead of the curve for them. It was like, at some point down the road, we'll do that. Right. But this, maybe they're too big. This like forced their hand. Well, and that know? was their response. Their response was basically that, well, we're you know we're we they basically said what you just said that we've got all kinds of characters and we have all kinds of plans and we're going to be unleashing all kinds of product in the coming months and Princess Leia is included in that. For so me, for, me it's, for me, it's a du- for me it's a <laughs> yeah. double-edged sword though because you've got Disney, who's got you know all this cash and I love Star Wars and Marvel and I'm like, wow, they could really do something with these properties right. on the other hand you're like well they could really fuck them up too yeah you know? they could yeah well but let's be honest though the star wars the, the last three star wars movies were fucked up long before disney got involved so i don't hate the prequels as much as a lot of people do I but either. i will tell you right now 
George Lucas should not be in control of Star Wars <laughs> anymore. I don't want him anywhere near Star oh. Wars. When they said that that Disney had bought, you know, Star Wars and they had, you know, the, this, that, and the other thing, and people like threw a dipshit fit over it, like it was like the worst thing they ever heard. I got to tell you, anybody who thinks that George should be in charge, like before the mouse, you're on drugs. Yeah, he's you're lost on drugs. It. He's completely lost his mind. He is a. Uh, uh, Far too reliant on CGI to fix his his shittily written movies. And I, I don't want to pick apart, you know, because obviously, you know, Star Wars uh, 4, 5, and 6, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. The original trilogy. The original trilogy were, you know, they were kind of slapped there. I mean, they were, it was popcorn entertainment. It was fun. Right. It was not, you know intended to be scrutinized as much as we have scrutinized it, like it over the last years. It was like a space with all these, you know, one-liners. Right, the right, right. But when you look at, uh, like, the, the prequels, they really have, like, plot holes you could drive a truck through, you know, yeah. and a lot of that shit just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, you know, the the thing that really makes me smile about this, this next uh, batch of Star Wars movies that we're getting is basically that... George will have nothing to do with them. Right. And we will bring, you know, new ideas to it. He can, you know, I, if they want to, like, placate him by having him, like, off to the side and he's, like, throwing in his stupid suggestions as he goes, <laughs> you know, I was like, I know you're uh, making a Star Wars movie, but if I could, uh, if I could suggest a uh, racist frog person, uh, <laughs> a, a racist stereotype to go in here, I think that a... Uh, a CGI character would really foot the bill, and uh... well, I think yeah, I think what you're saying is true. I think that it's going to come down to Disney's going to only play a part of how well those movies do, in so much as who they hire to create them. Right. When you hire a guy like J.J. Abrams, who's got a proven track record, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to do that. He's going to be able to pull it off. And a proven love of lens flare, by the well, way. Yeah. Well, you know, he, everybody can't be perfect. They can't all be Michael Bay. Oh God, <laughs> that would be even worse. That'd be even worse. Oh. I, JJ's all right. I, he ain't done wrong by me. Yet, but yeah, I mean the Star Trek movies that he created, those two movies are, I think, are really good movies. Yeah, exciting, fun were, movies to watch. Uh, yeah. so, I thought the first one was okay, and I and I don't give a shit about Star Trek. So that's really saying something. That yeah, I no, I'm not a Star one. Trek guy at all. I'm much more in the in the court of Star. Star I thought Wars. the second one was better, but so, yeah, the first one. Was I thought they were both really, yeah. really, and yeah. I, like I said, and I I'm like not a Star, Star Trek, Trek guy. I am. I like. Yeah, it. I'm not yeah. a Star Trek guy at all, and. It made me become like more interested in it. Right. Like I was when the second movie came out, I wanted to see that movie because of my love for the first movie. So he definitely did that, and I think he I think he has a good chance of doing that with this Star Wars and getting people back in the fold that kind of left after the second the prequels. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't kill Harrison Ford because I I already heard of something oh, on the man. set. <laughs> yeah. His old man Harrison broke his hip on the set of the Millennium yeah, Falcon. Yeah, they need to put him in a wheelchair, a, a rocket wheelchair or something because uh, that's that's crazy. But the other cool thing that Disney's doing that I really like, and I wanted to get your guys' comments about what you thought, is they're going to be branching out and doing other movies, kind of like the Marvel Universe where they're having the main movies, but they're also going to have little side movies of like, a Han Solo movie. I think they're having a Han Solo movie and a Boba Fett movie right now. Those are the two. That those are the kinda, two. Yeah, those are the first two they that announced. are confirmed. Right. Right. But there, we read. I read an article uh, last week about the ten standalone movies that this this creator wanted a year. Yeah. 
Um, I know, think he's trolling. By the way, well, I read that article. <laughs> I think he's bullshit. I think some of them. I think some of them were. I think some of them were a good idea, and I think some of them were just a joke. Yeah. So you know, take it for what it is. But I really like the idea of a long of a young Lando Calrissian movie. Right. I think that could be interesting. Especially because his interaction with, with Han Solo, you could kind of dwell that in there. I think that out of all of the ones that he listed, that's probably the best idea. You're not down with the Mon Mothra with the Mon Mothra movie? God no. Um, but I, I let me pitch you this, okay? Okay. So so imagine this. Let's let's forget about the the young Lando. Let's set the young Lando movie aside for a second. Let let me blow your mind. Old Lando. Bring Billy D back, right? Okay. Make a movie about what happens after Return of the Jedi and he comes back to the Cloud City and that bald-headed dude with the computer on his head right. like jacked up the Cloud and the, City. And the billowy shirt. Yeah, he had a puppy yeah. He had puppy, a puppy, puppy pirate shirt. Right. That that Jerry wore. Seinfeld. Yeah, he had the pirate <laughs> shirt and he had a... a uh, a Simon or a computer on his head, right. on his Covering bald his head. Ears, yes. yeah. yeah, and uh, Lando comes back from blowing up the Death Star, and this guy has totally fucked up Cloud City. And now, what does Lando do? It, that's that's the start of the Lando spinoff movie. You bring back Billy D. Uh, that guy is for his age. He's pretty sprightly still. You know, I got I, I got an idea. To, I, here, let me blow your mind. All right. So we take your idea for a movie. Hit me. We take your idea for a movie, but we turn it into a sitcom, and it's like Spin City. Okay. With Lando Calrissian as the mayor. He has to come back and re-resurrect. So it's kind of like a Parks and Recreation meets Spin City. Can Lobot still be in it? Sure, of course. All right. right. And you could have have little, you know, you could always have guest appearances from different characters in the universe. To come in and kind of have a, a laugh, you know, a little bit of laughter. Can the, and the Ugnaughts will be in it, the, the little, Ugnaughts, the little yes. pig dudes. Well, yeah, right. Of course, they're going to be the comic relief. What sense did that make that they were running around just picking up shit? Like that, oh, when they, well, they... They ran the Carbonite factory, right? They ran, they ran a lot of shit. The, dude, the Ugnaught union is strong in Cloud City. They were, yes. uh, they were not lacking for job opportunities. Yes, there, well, remember, they wouldn't even let Darth Vader touch any of the controls. He had to like do it with the Force. He couldn't even go and touch him. That's right. Because that's, that's against completely against Union policy. That's right. The Ugnaughts of little midget... <laughs> The midgets with his little, his little pig faces. He's like, yeah, Darth Vader went to go touch the carbonite control. He's like, uh-uh, buddy. Yeah, the foreman came hey, in. Hey, this is a union shop, yeah. pal. Yeah, I can picture it now. Lando, I could see the beginning of the of the, of the movie. Land, old Lando coming in in his new a replica of the Millennium Falcon. I don't know, whatever. He's flying in, and the first thing he sees on Cloud City are the Ugnaughts with their, yeah, with their, picket, with their signs. picket signs. Yep. They're striking. They're the strike. guy with the, with, the, with the bald head, he doesn't know what to do. He's got his hands up in the air, and Lando's just like, what the fuck is going on in I my like city? This. I like this. Me and you, we're going to write this script, and we'll pitch, it. It. we'll pitch it to them. We'll write it. We'll put it out on the website. We'll get, we'll get some other... And we'll take George. We'll, we'll, get, we'll work with George. We'll call yeah, we'll George, George Lucas up. We'll let him uh, sub- submit his feedback to us. It's and, like uh, nobody's going to go see a young Lando movie. Nobody's going to watch that sitcom. I think people would watch it. I don't it. think... I, I would watch it. Star I don't... Wars. I mean, I'm not turned on by Lando, about this whole Lando concept. I'm not turned on that. <laughs> okay, so, so who would I like the Boba Fett one. I, I would this, go see Boba okay. Fett, for that's sure. Ha- that's happening. That's, that's happening. a done deal. Yeah, that, that's that's strong. I think yeah. that's very strong. Okay, but who else? Like, who else would... Like, not besides even Han? The, and, even the Han one, I'm like, yeah, maybe, but okay. Okay. Because that's going to be tough to find 
somebody to play hard. Well, there was another one that he thought that he mentioned in the article that I thought was actually a pretty good idea too. It was a Darth Vader movie, but a horror film where he's like between the years of when he became Darth Vader and before a new I like hope, that, right. where he's off just killing Jedi. Right. When, Jedi. when when do we get like a dark a dark Darth Vader? You know what I mean? In in the 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 second series of the trilogy the prequels. Saw, with the prequels when we saw him when he was young he was a lot darker we see him in the first one and then as it goes along and then he gets soft i mean I, he just becomes soft all of a sudden and kind of yeah know. the attack of the clones he was kind of fruity because right. he got all you know he got all soft because he was well, he was, was, love. He was love. fruity at the end of the fair, the very last tree the last scene we saw when he's yelling no i mean come on no with that i mean that was less Fruit. That was an actor's choice to do that, to play that scene <laughs> well, that way. It was an actor's bad choice. That was, is what yeah. That was. Well, that that the thing is, they they they've always discussed. And I, when I say they, again, I'm talking about that that fat turkey neck George Lucas has always referred to. Uh, he's always referred to Star Wars as Anakin's story. You know, this is Darth Vader's story, and uh, you know, he's a uh, 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 archetype of a blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, it, it's his arc, right? He's he's good, and then he turns evil, and then he has a son who could do the same thing, but then he redeems his father. And a daughter. Blah, blah, blah. Let's not forget Princess Leia. You're doing exactly... You're, you know, you I would like to see... I I know, you're, been, you're just I've totally been, getting rid of Princess Leia. Hey, I'm yeah, just towing the company I mean, line, buddy. I would like to see, like, you know... Disney make them a little more gritty, you know what I mean? A real, you know... Well, Disney's not going to make anything unless they do, unless they do a... A shoot off because he's not gonna. He did kill a bunch of children at the end of the third movie. Less, but lest they didn't we show that. it. They should have. That right. would have been awesome. Exactly. That's where the they horror, that's running where around, horror movie comes Running in. around lopping kids' heads off. Yeah. It is heavily implied that Anakin Skywalker killed a bunch of kids. Yeah. And that movie oh, yeah. got a PG <laughs> PG 13 rating. Just, I mean, they intimated it though, yeah. but I mean, we could have got at least him walking in there and. Yeah. Okay, how about this for a movie? The Porkins movie. I gotta. He's think. a beloved character with no backstory. You could basically do anything you want with that movie. Porkins, everybody loves. Porkins. He died, and he died in the Battle what, of the Death Star. What about? Oh yeah, he, oh yeah, he, but yeah, he went what down about like the a lost blaze Jedi, What about yeah. the lost bounty hunters that didn't get any play, like Bosk and IG88? The, 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 wow, you pulled out IG88. Right? I like yeah, that. Good I mean, Bosk, <laughs> Bosk doesn't have any box office clout. I was much as I would like to see a Bosk movie. I don't think. <laughs> It doesn't play. It doesn't play in Nebraska, dude. No. Forget it. No, no Bosk has. Not. No yeah, Bosk. Bosk is Bosk's appeal is too soft. Maybe bring Bosk in in the Boba Fett movie and then spin Bosk off. In but then they all hate each other. They're all fighting, right? Yeah, they yeah. all didn't like each yeah. other because they're 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 well, they were all they're fighting over the credits. They're they fighting the over the credits. Speaking of the speaking of the bounty hunters, you bring up a good point. When are we going to see a Dengar movie when we find out why his head got so fucked up? Like, why did he need all the bandages? <laughs> yeah, the bandages, right. What, what about, yes. a, what about a, a movie that's a sequel to the prequels, but before Empire, and you just see Dengar, like, he, maybe he has his own ship, right? And he's walking through, and then, like, he bangs his head on the over, <laughs> like, going to sit down in the seat, and, like, bangs his head. And then he's like, oh... 
yeah, I got this big meeting. I have to go to the Empire. They want me to go on the big Star Destroyer. They say they're looking for Han Solo or something. So I'm going to go. And he turns around and goes, bang. Oh, God damn. And then they show, him, they show him bandaging him up. And he goes, oh, I'm going to walk on the Star Destroyer. And I'm going to look like a total asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, a, now that's your movie right there. The oh, Dengar movie. Dengar. The Dengar the movie. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I would love to hear what our listeners think. What movie do they want to see? What movie do you want? You know, who? what character, what obscure character, what storyline do you want to see uh, hashed out by and, Disney? And who should direct it? And who should direct we it? We have direct, you know, we they have announced for two of the first two spinoff movies, and they hadn't said who's doing what. But one of the directors is the guy who did Godzilla, this last Godzilla movie, and he's going to do... A Star Wars movie, and then he's going back to Godzilla 2. And then the other one is the guy who directed Chronicle, who is directing the Fantastic Four movie uh, with Black Human Torch in it. More on that in a future episode, yes. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and, but but he's also been offered uh, the other spinoff, so he's going to be directing the other spinoff. So I don't know which, who's doing what, yeah. but I think those guys are both pretty solid uh you know, genre directors, they know what they're doing with a, a science fiction movie. And one last thing about the Star Wars, the new ones that are coming out next year, is the one thing I saw is a couple weeks ago, I saw a, a, a clip with J.J. Abrams. He was hawking for a uh, raffle that they were doing for some charity, which is great, where you could win your a role on Star in the new Star Wars movie. And they were he was basically filming it on location where they were shooting uh, in the desert somewhere. I'm, I'm assuming maybe it was Tatooine, I don't know, but... And they had some practical monsters mm -hmm. in the background. Right. And I love that. Like, I love the fact that they're trying to go back. I feel like in those movies, like you said, the original three were kind of campy, popcorny movies, you know. And the, and the part of, that we love, that we still love of those movies, is that the effects are practical. They're real. They're yeah. real effects. Yeah. When, you, when you see things, yeah, they, they kind of look fake now. But they're, they're practical. And now you can do practical so much better. Right. And I just feel like... You should do a practical effect anytime you can pull it off. There's certain things you just can't do practically, and I get that, and I'm all for CJ and CGI in that point. But anytime you can do a practical, whether it's a monster, a makeup, an explosion, anything you can do practical, that's part of where, like the Batman movies, a lot of their effects are practical effects. We talk about CGI. Just, you, you, so you didn't like the CGI, uh, the guy who what was what's uh, the guy that had all the bounty hunters in his in his grasp. He was controlling all of them. Oh, Grievous. No. 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 The big guy that had Oh, Leia. Jabba. Jabba. Yeah. How about a Jabba story? Jabba's rise to power. Yes. The Huts. Right. The Huts. The story of the Hut family. Yeah. It could be a gangster movie. Like, like Dynasty, right? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> The story like of the Dynasty, Huts. Right, like Dynasty. Like Dallas. Like, like Dallas. Who they're they're infighting, right? Who shot, who shot, who shot all the different Huts. And there have been multiple Huts. Yes, you, right. It's the you, Hut, the Hut clan. Yeah, right. that, yeah. There's uh, even. Are they the, all big fat like blobs? Yeah, they're all big fat blobs. It's, it's there a was big, one it's a piece of shit, dude. It's the original Mr. Hanky. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big poo. Uh, there's a there's a Hut in. So there's Jabba. Right. And in episode one, Jabba appears, and another Hut appears with him, uh, briefly, and in the cartoon, in the computer animated, the Clone Wars. Uh, the very first, it was like the first few episodes of that which they released as a movie. Um, there was another hut, and I, God, his name escapes me, 
but he sounded like Truman Capote. Like his voice, <laughs> the actor who was playing him was literally just doing a Truman Capote impression, and it was bonkers. It was, again, you want to talk about actor's choice. Right. That was an actor's choice. Somebody said, hey, you are a big, fat slug space gangster, and he goes, I'm going to do it like Capote. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for finding my... It was like his lost baby or something like that. Oh, yeah. you brought my child back to me. Now, are they huts like Shamu, like where they just name them huts, or are they, are they actually related? They must be related. They're, They're related, the yeah. The huts. The hut is like the family surname, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's the like, race. So that's how I it's like it. the Hatfields and McCoys and the huts. And the huts. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure there's other little slugs out there with different names. That's what I, yeah. how I took it. Jabba got around, dude. Yeah. He, he never put it. Jabba his, got around. Yeah. You can't ask. He's a badass. You can't ask Jabba to use a condom. He ain't gonna do it. You know. He ain't safe. He ain't safe. There's a lot of little huts and half huts out there. Half uh, huts. Uh, yeah, I bet there's a lot of you half know, huts wiggling around out there in the, the Star Wars. Leia in that the Star bikini. Wars universe. He definitely a lot oh, of half dude, huts. licking his lips. He was oh, lit. Yeah, he was licking his chops. He, dude, Jabba raped Princess Leia with his eyes. Totally. He had a full eye rape of uh, Princess Leia. And let's not forget the other famous hut. By Pizza the way, the by the way, coming to a <laughs> coming to a Disney store near you, I raped Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> the Jabba the Hut eye rape version of uh, of uh, Princess Leia. I hope we get a hut sighting in the new movies. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, maybe yeah. Jabba's son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think in the well in the in the Boba Fett movie, you got to think that he would, yeah, you, that's he, where he would definitely show up in, in Boba Fett. He in would, the new movies, I don't really have any idea what they're doing with these new movies. We'll have to wait and see. Cause, well, no, because Job of the Hut, Job of the Hut's dead. It's gonna be. Yeah, Jabba will be dead. Jabba will be dead in be, the new movies. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. Uh, have to be in a, in a prequel or something. I'm assuming it's gonna be when they open their Jedi Academy, right? They open right. their school. Yeah, maybe something that's, like that. I'm assuming that's where it's gonna be, where they're training. The, that's the, the story in the books, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even add it. Yeah, okay. where where Luke and Leia they open the they're trying to bring the Jedi back, and so they open the school to to, to train Jedi. Right. That's what I'm assuming. It, it could be something. I'm to assuming that that's going to be the first one. It's going to be big, whatever it is. I mean, let's face it. That's that's such a juggernaut. Yeah, of a franchise. No, it's like I love to make Star Wars jokes, but I will see it. I will oh, see it oh, multiple sure. times. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Even if it's terrible, if I if it's terrible, I might even see it more. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> you might recommend it yeah. on Bubba, um, Bubba, shit, shit, Bubba Finds on Netflix. Yeah, Let's right. hope it doesn't go straight to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that time. Beautiful. Is it time? It's time for I see Taylor <laughs> reaching for his notes, so that must mean it's time for the Netflix. It's time for Shit Bubba Found on Netflix. Uh, this week's edition is yeah. uh, Dead Ball. Dead Ball is something I found on Netflix, a crazy Japanese gore movie. And if of... you haven't watched it yet, we told you about it last episode, but if you haven't watched it, just hit pause, go spend your two hours watching it, and then come back. You're not too cool to watch a gory Japanese movie, believe me. With lots of random butt play. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that that was very early. Thank thank goodness that was that was yeah. the most disturbing part. That set yeah, the tone. Goodness, that yes. set the tone for the rest the, of the, the movie. The fisting, the wrench. Yeah. So, so Dead Ball is a movie about a young Japanese man named Jubei. Jubei San. Jubei San. Jubei San uh, kills his father in a backyard game of catch. Uh, violently kills violently him. kills him by throwing a baseball into his head. Well, I want to say 
that guy was sowing his oats because if that's his dad, I mean, that guy looked like he was about 70 years old. Yeah, yeah, he was I mean, very I thought I, I thought it was may, could be his grandpa, but he yeah. called him dad. I mean, yeah. that guy was, he was feeling, he was busting out kids at like 65. Yeah, maybe. he was a little long in the tooth right. to, be, to be having kids at that That's age. how those Japanese guys roll. Yeah, they, they, they like that. Anything. So uh, Jubei-san Jube goes to prison or jail, and they... But not for killing the dad. Where did he go? Did he go to No, he was, kill, he was oh, killing he killed, people all over the place. He was, like, killing people. Yeah. He right. went on a rampage. They, they right. talk about this big rampage. Right, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. he was like the fucking Japanese Clint Eastwood, dude. He had the fucking poncho. <laughs> yes. He had it all going so, on, dude. Can we talk about that for a second? Because yeah, please. In the Spurs? <laughs> in the Spurs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so, was like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah. So he he's uh, North Dallas 40. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so he has a poncho on, and he wears Spurs. Through the entirety of the movie. That was awesome. He Playing fre- baseball. He frequently reaches his hand out of frame and grabs a cigarette and brings his hand back into frame smoking Let a cigarette. Let me just say that, that that was the only thing in the movie that I found amusing. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Out of nowhere, he would just bit. take his hand out of, out of frame and come back with a cigarette <laughs> and start smoking. That yeah. made me laugh. Yeah, and so he if did you it watch, like thirty times. Throughout if the you movie. watch and you're trying the beer that we sampled today and judge, then every time he reaches for the cig, you should take a, a yes, drink, take yeah. a sip. That would yeah, be a really a good drinking game. Right. Yes, every time he smokes yeah. a cigarette, you take a drink. Right. He will be pulls smashed. it out. Of thin I would air. be obliterated. You'd be smashed by, by the by the, by the <laughs> third act. Every time Jubeson pulls a cigarette out of thin air, then yeah, you you have to take a shot. Yeah, Jubeson. Wow. Uh, I, I, I will say, though, that I did make it through this movie. Unlike Zabugar, which I'm I shocked. can only make it through like 30 minutes. I'm yeah. shocked this movie, I did make it through, but I, I, yeah. I'm not sure what this movie, what it meant. I'm not sure. the, the I didn't understand it. It was just insane craziness, <laughs> if I can go so far as to say it. I, I have to ask you, do, do all movies have to make sense to you? Well, they... they yes. In a, in a word, yes. They have to have some sort of like reason to watch it like there was no point to any of the vibe like it was just it was just senseless violence uh, another senseless well, another thing i got about this thing was like after watching zabogar 2 was like the the heavy misogyny in these yeah. japanese films Dude, i mean it, they they it's might, bad they might have a problem with women it's the total opposite of the u.s because the u.s if you watch television i mean they just clip guys balls off on tv i mean guys are so fucking yeah Week here in the states, and it's the total opposite over there. That's just to crazy. the point where they get a woman to play a man. Right, right, right. Because his sidekick—that was a woman, right? Yeah, right. that, that's what I was. I, I, I was waiting it, for. It was. I was waiting for it her to like pull her top off and have her tits out. But right, that yeah. never happened. They no, never revealed yeah. that it was a woman playing this dude. It was yeah. a chick. Yeah, right. okay. it it most certainly was, and I, I'm glad you brought that up. She looked like Froggy from the three from the fucking Little Rascals. Yeah, dude, with yeah, black hair. Yeah, in particular, and then well, we can get to this part later. But when when she gets shocked and ends up with a black afro oh, from Game yeah, Bird, yeah, yeah. the dedication yes. to yes. to keeping that hairstyle after that was was admirable in my book. Um, so <laughs> Jubison shows up in uh in Juvie. I, I don't know why they call it Juvie. He's clearly an adult, yeah. but it's a it, you know it's well, a, and everybody around him is clearly an adult. Yeah, he's clearly yeah. in his thirties. Yeah, yeah. But he is somehow sent to Juvie for his crimes of uh, mass murder, and uh, before they can before they go into jail, they have to have a, a cavity search, which is 
It's just a harrowing. Uh, the prison scenes in Deadball makes Midnight Express look like the fucking Muppet movie. Dude, it <laughs> is an absolute horror. You have people uh, reaching into other people's asses up to their elbows. Yeah, yeah. if you saw, if you ever saw Jackass that was, that was Three, where they where they retrieve the. Uh, where they basically stick their hand in, in the bull's ass. That's what it looked like. Right. But, but yeah. even before that, he shows up. They come off the, the truck or whatever. They're on the little prison bus. Mm. And, the, and the, the team's already playing. The team's practicing. Right. And the one guy tries to take him out. Right. By throwing the ball at him. And he picks some dude out of line. He and uses picks the up guy, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uses him as a bat. Yes. Yeah. He picks up a man and uses a man right. as a bat. Yes. Yeah. I love that. That was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. That did make me laugh. I yeah. And then he stuck the ball in the guy's eye. Yes. yes. He hit it. He stuck it. Uh, and the uh, ball was there for the rest of the yeah. movie. Right. The entire rest they of the movie. They never got the ball out Until of the later guy. on when he got a second ball. Yeah. But then he just a, had two balls yeah, in yes. his eye. He didn't yeah. have any eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't see shit. Again, why not just pull Disgusting. the ball out of his eye? So, for a modern sec- medicine can get that ball out. Come can, on. Can, can we can we go back to the fisting scene no, for a second? Please, no, <laughs> because no, we cannot. That's something I, I never wanted to hear on off the rails. Can we go back to the fisting scene? I have a question oh. for you guys. So no, when, <laughs> I don't want to answer. If it, if it revolves around so, fisting, the answer is no. So when you see them, you know they're going up there yeah, and I was clearly kind of trying not to watch. They're pulling, they're pulling stuff out because stuff is dropping yeah, on but, the floor. But here's the thing: well, too, I that, missed all that. But the all I saw, like, I thought she was jamming a wrench in everybody. No, 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 so she, she was pulling the wrench out. out. That was my oh, question. Okay. I was like, what was the wrench doing up there? Like, oh, I thought that's what she was using. No, they pulled oh, okay. out. You, well, you could tell they pulled all this stuff out because it was covered in shit. Yeah, and I she missed pulled all it out. My I question is, why did all those Japanese people have big fat paper mache asses? Because these were the fakest asses. Like, oh yeah, they was like a. It, it was, was like, like a real doll. I didn't even it see it, it was that like close. Star Wars, you saw that nineteen seventy nine. It was yeah. like total like. It was like they, they pulled the like, yeah they pulled a rubber ass out of Jabba's palace. It was almost or like when you go to the when you go to the novelty store, or the joke store, those big asses that you can wear to make your ass big, like that's what they look yeah, like. Just like it, of, like a party city when yeah. you got a Halloween costume <laughs> yeah. that requires a big fake ass. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, so like I said, it's comical violence. It's not. Uh, it's not real violence. No. But my whole point was, I didn't understand all the stuff that came out of these asses. I'm like, what? What good would that do somebody? Like, you know, it, how, it, and it hurt them so bad to get it out. They had to put it in at some point. In right? the words of somebody, it had to be that equally I, painful. In the words of somebody I respect, Bubba, does every movie have to make sense? Well. I'm, Fair enough. <laughs> you make a fair point. You make a fair point. I, I just didn't understand the point of uh, like throwing all the stuff on the floor and showing like a, a shit covered wrench if you weren't going to explain what they were going to use it for. But yeah, maybe I'm overthinking it. I You're think right. you are. I think, I think in this case you might be. But you yeah. should probably get to the headmistress because she was the one administering all yeah. the uh, yeah, and she was the damage. She was what, wait the headmistress was. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it was her henchwoman, right? It was the way it was the one that there they the jabbed. two women. Yeah, the one was like the the underling, and then there was the main one that that he goes and meets with. So this is after where, that, right? Yeah, okay, so this yeah, is where yeah, it gets yeah. confusing because there are two of them. And right. This is they where look, it gets confusing. They look, they look similar, right? Similar. I thought yeah. that, I thought they were the same lady. Yeah, I hey, I totally understood the fisting scene. It was only at this point where I started. I to get still confused. don't understand that. <laughs> so, so Jubison, uh, she talks Jubison into playing in the baseball league in the quote unquote. Juvie League. Well, she doesn't talk him into it. She tries to talk him into it. Yeah, and, and then we have no. the first boss fight. Right, <laughs> right. The first boss. Right, fight. and yes. you have the mini boss with her yes. little 
with the little guy with his deep power alleys and his little widow's peak that's like in the middle of the top of his skull. Yeah, yeah and that his guy, lip. And with, his lip that made him look like he had a Hitler muscle. Right, in the yeah. weakest karate form ever. I yeah. was like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I would be laughing too. His form was very bad. Yeah. He gets yeah. thrown out the window, right? Yeah, he gets he gets his ass beat yeah. multiple times yeah. in this picture, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He's but, uh, coming back, he's though. Dre- he's dressed like Alfred he, Butler. He yes. does He does have a ridiculous... He has, like, uh, that, like, he has, like, clown lipstick on and that right. it's only covering, like, the middle of his lip. Uh, it's very odd. It's very strange. He has a weird hairstyle, as, as Sean alluded to earlier. And during that fight, he gets beat by MSG. MSG is, like, that guy's kryptonite. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's right. He was, oh, spri- that's right. he was just, yes. like, showering him with MSG, and he yeah. was, like, freaking out. <laughs> yeah, he was like the yeah. Wicked Witch. He was right. like, no! <laughs> no, yeah. MSG, MSG no! causes him to yeah. melt. Right. Yeah, that was... That I, like, was I like that. That was nuts. <laughs> I like the that MSG was nuts. call. We're, so, we're glancing over the fact that there are, that there were Nazi swastikas all over this office. Yeah. <laughs> we're just kind of glancing over that. Like, well, the, the Nazi stuff will come into play later on. Yeah, it never really comes into play. It's just there throughout the whole movie, they, but it's you know, never really explained what the hell that all means. The, she has a shrine to Hitler in the, uh, in the office. There's a picture of Hitler. My, my son, who I watched this movie with, and I, I say that which you're I'm, I, I'm it's taking every bit of, of strength not to call the child protective services on you right he's now. He's a big boy, okay. He's a, my my boy's big enough to handle this. Oh my goodness! He asked me if uh, she was Hitler's love child, and when somebody asks you, "Dad, is that Hitler's love child?" and you say, "Son, I don't know." That's not a discussion I ever thought I would have. Yeah. That is yeah, something I hope that I, I never have to discuss this movie with my son. Yeah. No, there will be something else. Well, there will be something fine. else I'll at some chances. point. There will be something else you will have to discuss with your boy at some point. Yeah. As long as it's not a crazy Japanese movie that deals with Nazism and fisting, I'll be okay. I'm going to come over just like I told Noah's kids about all of the Disney Infinity characters. I'm going to make sure that I tell them about Japanese gore movies no, as they get older. No, you will definitely not. I will not <laughs> allow that. That I cannot That's allow. It. And your dad said, your da- make sure you watch them with your dad. No, no. That uh, can never happen. So the Jew- I, don't, I don't foresee my kids ever watching a movie that <laughs> Bubba found on Netflix. So, so they play in the Juvie League. Uh, we, we, it's revealed to us that they have to play the other school in... What is essentially is a a baseball tournament of some and, kind. And what I was shocked by was the little Ratman guy, the guy he used as a baseball bat. I thought that guy would be dead. He's there. No, he plays. Oh yeah, he's yeah, plays. He plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was shocked by that. I thought he would be done. You thought that by using him as a bat, he right. would have been killed. Correct. And hitting the ball so hard that it inflicts so much damage to one guy's eye. Right. Yeah. Where they can't pull the ball out of his right. eye. You would think he would be that. dead. Yeah. But. I love that his name was Ratman. <laughs> Well, he was, he was a little guy. Yeah, he was a little midget, and he uh, he did have the uh, features of a rat. And uh, so so they get to the baseball game, and the other school is composed. No, not of, the other school. The other prison. Well, the right? other yeah, it's a reform school. It's a, what is it? What is the name of the team? It's this like Saint Barnabas. Yeah, reform. Saint Black. Dahlia High School? Yes. Oh, Black Dahlia High Black School. Dahlia. Say Black Dahlia High School. Very fucking shito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what did you think of the announcer? That guy was my favorite. Every line this guy spit out was a gem. 
well, I, I like the fact that he had the two little the two little broads the, with yeah, him. Yeah, dude, like, he had giggle, the idols, giggling, laughing, the girls. giggling idols over there. But same same black. So I mean, I'm big on uniforms. I love baseball. I thought that was the greatest uniform I've ever seen. Sure. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was all. It was an all chick baseball team fish wearing nets. wearing fishnets and and swastikas and bare midriff. Well, I didn't see the swastikas. Yeah, no, the, I, how could you not? They were everywhere. I mean, was I, everywhere. I wasn't. That's what not, no, I. wasn't Nazis. looking at the swastikas. I no, was the looking Nazis. at the, so at the, the Nazis bras were and the panties the, and the and the fishnets yeah. and the garters. No, and the Nazis that. had Did, their. Were own, they wearing swastikas? They had I their own skybox. I don't. I didn't see any swastikas on the team itself, but. You did see several Nazis come in and like sit in a skybox or whatever. Yes, that and was this, the. And mind you, this was not a baseball stadium. That it was, was like the, a rock quarry. Yeah, but, that was the Donald Sterling suite that but, they were sitting in. But that the, they set up there. the greatest thing is they go into them, and then this is my favorite because they go they pan into on the, to that team. And they're under their little tarp or whatever they had that was a dugout, and they all flip the bird. Mm-hmm. All the chicks flip the bird. I love that. Yep. I yes. love that. Yep. Yeah, yeah the, 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 t- the whole team You're gives a big fan a of the bird. Yes. Yep, bird, bird, bird. <laughs> right. Yeah, so uh, so they go and have it, you know, a baseball game. You see that the uh, there's some kind of collusion going on between the St. Black's, Dahlia's, and the uh, the uh, Jubison's uh, ju- uh, Juvenile Reformatory or whatever it is. Uh, they're meeting up. They're all, I, they're all Nazis, right? They're in the owners, the owners' suite watching the game from from up there, and um, as the game begins, it's clear they're not there to play, you know, baseball. It's just like a straight, as the name of the film would imply. There's some straight, straight up murder going on. Yeah, it's dead ball. <laughs> yeah. They're playing dead, dead ball. ball, right? Yeah, because they single handedly, like every batter comes up. From Jubison's team, it's like Death Race 2000, and they're but on killing the, everybody. The, like the everybody baseball baseball dies, field. and they're more gruesome. Everyone's yeah. more gruesome than the next. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 they all die a pretty horrific death. You have uh, Ratman dies in the mouse trap, right? They have a big piece of cheese, which the the little guy just can't. I think that's the part where I slept because I do not remember a mouse trap or the cheese. Yeah, so so well, there's somebody else <laughs> came up first. <laughs> I don't. They they all died in pretty pretty horrific ways. Yeah, it was it was a one two three inning. Yeah, so it was. Well, yeah, no, it was a one two three four five six because because the other team never batted, right? Yeah, they bat. Yeah, they I think bat. it was they one two up. three and then they came up. Right? Yeah, they, they batted. And then yeah, Dubé saw. Yeah, yeah one, this must have been while I was yeah. sleeping. Yeah, they had. One, I did fall asleep a part of this movie. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, they fired him up. It was three up. Yeah, it was three Dubé up. Dubé saw was then pitching, but then they were like, they almost took him out when they were hitting. Yeah. Like they hit a ball, and then the ball didn't the ball come apart after they hit it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so they had the ball splits in yeah. half, and it cut off that dude's nose. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that. Okay. That I did see. So, so I yeah. Do so there's that. some there was some fatalities. That was pretty gruesome. There was some shit going on, some malfeasance going on the field, and when uh, Jubeson is pitching, they hit the ball back at him, and this is when this is when the swerve happens. This is when he fakes them out. And fakes his death. And he pulled so, the rope and dope. Yeah, he, he gets hit with the ball, and you see just the the violent spray of blood shooting out of his chest. Out of his poncho. Yeah, out of his poncho. Which he's still wearing, by the way, playing yes, baseball. Yes, Clint Eastwood poncho, yes. With his boots and his spurs trying to pitch and play baseball. Yeah, why would he wear anything else? It's like, they don't have no costume. I will give him one thing. He's very flexible. Yeah. Well, that leg kick. He can get that leg I've kick. I've never seen a leg that's kick. That's like a vertical that. leg kick. Yeah. He gets that up in the air. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's up there. I'm with glad you brought ninja. that up. That's I was. I thought we missed that. That's a good. That's yeah. A, 
That's a good yeah. sports analogy. And it was it was long leg. and slow. Yeah. Very methodical leg kick. Yeah. Straight up. And then he just stood there. Like he would just hold that pose for like right. three, four, five seconds. Yes. Yeah. And then sometimes and then his eye would open and then he would be a madman. Right? And then sometimes he would like yeah. shoot up into the air like <laughs> a rocket. Right. That's how fire. he kills his dad. That's how he kills his right. dad, yeah. Yeah, so he had rockets in his boots. What do you want? So the rest of his team goes up to bat. And it becomes clear that there is some type of plan in play, right? And uh, Jubison, uh, they take you know his body back, and they find out that the whole thing was a was a fake. And uh, he's he starts making his break, and uh, he kills a couple of guards. He goes after the headmistress, right? Did you see him uh, punch a hole in the back of her head? Were you awake mm-hmm. for that? Oh, part? Yeah, I was awake for the all the the end. I saw yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, you know, clearly it was just like a rubber dummy head that he right. punched his hand into. It was not a very convincing effect by by any stretch. Yeah, we, we, you know, we did. I want to go back for one second because okay. the headmistress should not have been alive at this point in the movie. Why? Because in the Why? very first scene, when we see this headmistress, the first boss fight, the first boss fight, Let's he just punched first... her. He just punched her. No, 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 no. Oh, with all the pencils. She took about twenty oh, yeah. pencils. Oh, yeah. Not in her head. Through, through her skull. Oh, all the way through, yeah. Like, all the way through her skull. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if somebody put one pencil through my skull, I, I would die. I think the references, they're just saying she's got, she's mindless. You know, she's just a follower. <laughs> you read that much into that's, that? That's, wow, I mean, that's okay. what I, yeah, I mean. I'm sold. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm sold. No brain. She's, that's a good, yeah. that's a good theory. Is, that's Fair as enough. good a theory as I could come up with. <laughs> Fair enough. That. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> So the uh, the headmistress, he punches her in the back of the head and pokes his fingers out through her eyeballs. Yeah, yes. And uh, it's clearly at this point you're looking at, you know, what was once uh, like a real doll or something like that. It's no, nothing resembling a human being at all, you know. But, the of course, the, the violence is very gruesome and whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, gruesome is a good word to use. But it, the ball game is still going on. The ball game goes on. The ball game goes on, and his team is trying to to buy uh, Jubison some time. Yeah, because they're getting shut out. Yeah, and everybody's falling. Yeah, dropping like flies. Yeah, was there a score in the game? Like they were getting shut out, dude, because it's kills. I'm figuring it's not runs. It's you get you get the kill. That's got to be a run. That counts as a point. Yeah. Okay. For right. your team. Okay, right. I'll buy that too. You know what? You sold yeah. me on that. You're selling me on this movie. You keep talking, John. I'll, I'll... <laughs> I'm gonna call this an Academy Award winner. By the they brought in the clothes. They brought in the closer at the end. You saw that, right? Yes. They needed to call in a relief pitcher. Right. That. So, are we at the point where the Nazi robot with Jubeson's brother's face in right. it? Right. The closer is Musashi. Yeah, Musashi. Great fencer, Musashi. Musashi is Jubeson's little brother who witnessed the 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 death of their father, and uh, his face is sewn into. A Nazi robot, yes, which comes down and begins machine gun firing baseballs into and through people. This yes. this looks as awesome as it sounds. Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Explain it to me. Tell me why that makes sense. What do you mean? How how does it not make sense? I mean, he's a robot he's pitcher. A, I mean, he's yeah, yeah. He, he's a robot. Right. He's 
they're all Nazis. The the, the headmistress and the other Nazis who ran the other team. Right. They're obviously they're up there in the like I said they're up there in the skybox. They're in the press box. They're up there with Donald Sterling directing the action <laughs> yes. on, on below. Correct. He's down, he's down there with him. He's telling them you know this is what this is what this game is all about. Stop him, Dad. I don't want you inviting any Instagram friends over to this game, neither. Keep them the <laughs> hell away from here. Exactly. I don't want to have to pay for them. Those people. <laughs> and then uh, and then, so the robot comes down. Of course, the robot has a giant swastika on it. And, I miss, uh, I miss that, too. That. The, the robot's head is a giant swastika. You oh, that's see that? right. No, no, no. He had a big right. swastika yeah, 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 on, his, yeah. on his face. That's right. And so he just starts machine gun firing these balls like yes, killing dudes left and right. Yes, at this point he's a closer. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he thrown flames. He came to, heat. Yeah, he came to he came to finish the game, and uh, he's heat. yeah. So uh, so at this time uh, we're we're kind of getting close to the end of the movie. Ju- Jubison basically reveals himself. At this point, the only surviving one is his his right hand, who is a woman playing a man. Froggy. Yeah, Froggy. Oh, just call her Froggy. Yeah, because she had those those Coke bottle glasses. Correct. On. Yeah, and and this is one of those things. I kept waiting for the swerve. I kept waiting for it to go. Jubison, throw the ball, Jubison, <laughs> like Froggy. Dude, I kept waiting for her to pull her tits out and reveal herself as a woman. She was not attractive. I was wow. wondering. It, it didn't matter at that point. I just was one, waiting for that to yeah. happen. Well, like, she had I was a, like, keep him in. Yeah. As soon as Please. I saw it was a woman playing a man, I'm like, okay, at some point, she's going to like, they're going to fall for each other or there's going to be some sort of like gay sex going on, but then it's not going to be because she's going to reveal she's a woman. And yeah. it, we'll see. Like, the whole time I'm waiting for that to happen. But I think, I think in a way, though, even though it wasn't sexual, she loved him because she kind of sacrificed herself for him. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Yeah, she gets she gets bombed out by the robot and when she gets caught on fire and I keep calling it she, but it's clearly for the purposes of the story, for the purpose of the story, it's a he. You know, Correct. it is a yes. a boy, quote yes. unquote, but it's clearly played by a lady. Yeah. And when uh when this when he gets all burned up, uh he has a afro. It's like a cartoon where <laughs> he has all of a sudden you know, short frizzy hair. Frizzy, yeah. And His mo haircut. He had a mo haircut. Yeah. Now it's become a, a burnt it, afro. It, yeah, it's now become uh it's now become a, a, a tight, high and tight fro, uh, which which he will wear for the rest of the movie. Uh, so he she he she froggy yeah. froggy. <laughs> so, so congratulations to Froggy, the first transgender in Deadball. Uh, <laughs> destined for the Hall of Fame, breaking through barriers left and right. This character oh is. Oh my God! Uh, so are we? We're at the point now where Jubison basically kills everybody. I mean, so you have the Nazis. He, go, he goes all, into his windup. Yeah, for the last time. Yeah, the last time. Yeah, he destroys. So the robot is destroyed. And he shot higher. I think he shot higher up into the sky than I ever saw him in the movie. Yeah. He yeah. almost like he went to space. Yeah. Yeah. He, totally, yeah, he was in space. He, he, was, yeah. or, he was like maybe suborbital. Right. Uh, in, uh, in the, maybe still in the Earth's atmosphere, but he was pretty high up there. Yes. Um, so all the Nazis are killed. The robot right. is killed. Um, the Correct. governor. That we have, now, we haven't talked about the governor. Right. This is the guy 
who basically set up the whole tournament. Right. Right. Yes. And he's the guy that came in. Right. Yeah. Like the Nazi that came in to watch. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. The, in the Donald Sterling. Box. And yeah. And and he went off to molest some boy. Uh, in the end, they show him getting into his limo, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, here's another, like, you did talk about the misogyny in this and, and, and pretty much every Japanese movie. Uh, it's incredible. I gotta tell you, I, I'm starting to think that maybe Japan might have a problem with the gays as well. Well, um, I could probably see that. Uh, They're so, definitely not as open as our country is, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Jubei-san says that the governor is a faggot. And this was all his doing, and he's got to die. <laughs> so uh, he tracks down this governor who's in the process of trying to uh, pork some young man intern in the back of the limo, right? And, uh, uh, oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> oh, when they my wake, favorite part. When they wake up in the submarine of Dear Leader, when uh, the the Koreans have taken them on, you remember? This? So they're in the submarine. Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Il. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was great. Shows up oh my God. and basically says, "Hey, you know, you're a rock star, man. Japan right. don't appreciate you. Come to my country. Blow up Japan with your yeah. dead ball. Yeah, like, come yeah. play baseball for me. Yeah. Drop your bomb on Japan with your dead ball. Yeah. Get your revenge. <laughs> yeah." So he tries to <laughs> yeah. talk Jubei-san into turning on the entire nation of Japan, Correct. which uh, he doesn't go for. No. Uh, he wants to go back and get the, the faggot governor who he hates. Right. Good call by uh, Jubei-san. Yeah, so, that, yeah, exact his re revenge. Jubei-san has a lot of honor. Yeah. He, he's, he's maybe <laughs> the not... The man who's killed many. He's yeah. maybe not In fond... In an honorable fashion. He's not fond of the gays, and, and he throws the, the F word around quite a bit when referring yes. to that governor. But uh, he didn't. He didn't kill. He didn't kill that guy. That's how he got in jail. He didn't kill the guy for raping the girl next door to his apartment. He killed the guy because the guy came over and wanted like a fucking paper towel or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He has a very yeah. He's a very interesting uh, morality. Jubesan right. does. Yeah. Jubes. So Jubesan. So uh, so anyway. Um, yeah, as the movie's wrapping up, he he passes on on uh, Kim Jong Il's offer uh, in order to exact his revenge. Uh, he throws a ball, uh, which nails the governor, and basically like blows his head off. Right, and then inexplicably, for some reason, right. <laughs> his body explodes. Yes, yes, that that's was very a, gruesome. That's how that's how powerful his fastball. Yeah, is. his his he's got some heat. Yeah, right? his he body the just heat. totally exploded and just blood. By this time, though, I, I was like in shock because I was still weeping from the whole Kim Jong Il thing, and I was just <laughs> laughing so hard, I was like tearing up. Yeah. So so we basically we we close with uh, Jubei-san has uh, achieved revenge. Uh, all the Nazis are dead. Yeah, and 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 the credits roll. The sunsets roll. The the credits roll as as Jubei-san strolls off into the sunset. Right. So so what did you think Allah about Clint uh, Eastwood? Uh, well, I think that. Uh, <laughs> So far, we've, we've we've talked about two movies that you found on Netflix, and of the two, this was the better of the two. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'm still not sure. I, I just, I'm just not sure what the purpose of that movie was was at all. Like, I, I yeah, I didn't get it. You thought it was the better of the two? I like the first one. I like Zabogar better. No, I couldn't <laughs> sit through Zabogar. Like, <laughs> as soon as and Zab, I'm telling you, as soon as that dude pulled his teeth out and was like, the the man was feeding a baby out with his, I'm like, I'm out of here. Again, yeah. that's where yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. I'm in. I'm all yeah. in. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in now. So. At that point, Sean was invested. Yes. And he needed to see what happened oh. next. Exactly. Now that you've seen a couple of these movies, I. I think you're gonna your your endurance is gonna build for sitting through a movie like this. I don't know about that, but I but the one thing that I'm, I'm not, all in the one thing that I don't know that if I'm really liking is that now every time I go on Netflix it says since you liked this maybe you'll like this and I'm getting like a list of these crazy. Well, I, I think movies. I think I mentioned that's what I'm hoping for. So maybe I can recommend to Bubba. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe you want to watch this. Yeah, I, I got, I'm hoping that one day I could give him a yeah, recommendation. I think it's nice. going to be a long time because yeah, I think he's nice. pretty much watched all of them. I, I think I mentioned this during the 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 first the first podcast we did when we talked about Zaborgar is that you know that because of the algorithms that Netflix uses to determine what your tastes are, sure. uh, Netflix has determined that I am a total retard. And like they <laughs> said, like, well, you you watch some weird shit. You might really like this. And it sends me some recommendations sometimes, and I'm like, I look at it and I go, what? For what purpose was this movie made? And for what audience? Add to queue. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Click. Yeah, Add my biggest queue. fear with the whole net, with this whole segment is that that I'm watching these movies and then it's adding them to the favorite queue, uh-huh. and I'm afraid that my kids are gonna like see like the Zabagar because you know the the tray or the the movie poster. Is like a Power Ranger right. kind of thing. Yeah. Power Ranger I'm robot. so f- deathly afraid that my kids are gonna be like, "Oh, Power Rangers!" Yeah. Click and d- oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm you need so to explain to them that afraid of that, that is a daddy movie. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> they are not to watch that. that. There's that no child proofing on the Netflix. I don't know. I haven't probably looked, not. I haven't looked into it. There probably yeah, is not. I'm just like, oh, well, no. On, in the bedroom, because we watch it through a DVD player on one, but then we watch it through Apple TV, and on the the DVD one, there's there's the kids section. And right. the, the other one, and they always go to the kids section, so they're safe there. They won't get that movie. But if they watch it on Apple TV, there is no such. Well, my teenagers kind of walk back and forth through my viewings of these uh, movies, and she's like, "Dad, what the hell are you watching?" Yeah. <laughs> well, she's the same. She's the same. She was like, "What the hell are you watching?" And then she just moved on. Did Tabby ever just sit down and watch with you just as no. like one time as a? She was like, "What?" There have been times when my boys, <laughs> what? my kids are different because. No. Zaborgar, we watched as a family. Like we watched that together. And my even kids, your wife? Uh, no, she oh. was having none of it. Oh, okay, but good. she was at work or something. It's like well, me and the got boys. Boys, I've got a girl. Me and so. the boys are sitting there watching yeah. it. And Daniel like leaned over to me like he goes, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm talking about. You know, with with Dead Ball, yes. you know, my kids were in and out. Like Jack couldn't. Couldn't handle like yeah. He, I thought he, that he, ball was a little it slower. Did, it didn't hold his attention the way Zaborgar did. Correct. But uh, you know, I have there's a lot more. I have a lot more of these up my sleeve, and I'm telling you, there's. Well, I'm sure you. I've do. been watching. <laughs> I've been watching some stuff. Let me uh, tell you, you came to Fourth of July last year, and uh, you were talking about all this stuff before we even thought of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you're just talking about all this stuff on Netflix, and you're blowing my mind. I'm like. <laughs> He's like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. You should watch it. <laughs> yes. you, should watch it. <laughs> you should watch it. Your Netflix queue I'm like, just I'm, expanded. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm behind in my yeah. Netflix viewing. It, it's, it's kind of bumming me out because they've been real. 
you know, the stuff that they have on streaming is always like shit quality, you know, like, and, and it's always been that way, but they're getting better. That's good for them, but not so good for me. Right. Uh, all of those, I really wanted to recommend those two documentaries, but that now you guys can't see them. They're not streaming anymore, so it's like... I've got documentaries, but I can't see any of that shit you're seeing unless I look it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it, it's my history. I started watching, like, my favorite genres of, of movies to watch for, for purposes of this podcast... Shitty Japanese movies? Would be gross <laughs> Japanese gore movies. There are, um, uh, there's the odd bad kids movies, like, like Oogie Loves. Uh, that's awful. Uh, and the the ones that spoiler alert one of my that might be the next that movie. Might, that, might be coming, that might be coming down the pike. You never know. Um, the other one, the other one, you guys will hate me if I make you guys watch that movie. You guys would hate me. I'm telling you. I got it, two kids, so it, I, it would be they would probably love it. So that I'm, movie, I'm good with that that movie made my wife physically ill oh, to see man. that. But the the ones that I really really like yeah, and the genre of movie that. that I really enjoy uh, are the documentaries. That are like factually inaccurate. Those are, Those good are really my favorite. So right now I have bookmarked. I haven't watched them yet. I'll I'll have to report back. But you know I love conspiracy theory nut jobs and I like I was mentioning I had there's a couple of documentaries about uh, Michael Jackson faked his death. Uh, Paul McCartney did die and they faked that he didn't die. Yeah. And I uh, told Tabby about that. She was like, "What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she never heard that. No, it's a, you know. Well, she. I mean, right? She had never heard it." But yeah. she knows Paul McCartney. I go, yeah, Bubba found... We were talking about the podcast. And yeah. She wanted to know. And I, she's like... And I told him about the documentary. And she's like, what? What? People, <laughs> some people believe that. Yeah, That Paul no. McCartney... That Paul... An the, exact Paul look like is the guy's an actor. A gra- the guy's the greatest rock and roll singer in the history of rock and roll music. I'll I give mean, you here. With his range. And, I mean, he can go high, low, gritty. I mean, really. Since... Since, How can you duplicate that? You cannot. Since I don't see that movie ever coming back to Netflix, I'm just going to give you a little taste. The Paul, false Paul. Spoiler, false right? Paul. False, Spoiler alert. False Paul. <laughs> the, the, the surviving Beatles refer to him as fall. fall. False Paul. Fall. fall or fall otherwise McCartney. known as fall. Paul McCartney. So, uh, yeah, it, it is amazing. Yeah, it, it is sounds amazing. like it. I, so I watched a couple Pure UFO. comedy gold. I, I watched a couple UFO documentaries uh, completely written for and by people who are regularly abducted by aliens. Right. Um, I still want to be abducted by an alien. There's a movie. There's a, <laughs> right. There's a movie about... We should go on a Squatch hunt. <laughs> Hunting Squatch. <laughs> you ever seen, you've seen that shit? You, you get abducted by aliens, you're going to end up in a, a scene out of Dead Ball. They're going to give you the old anal uh, probe. Ranch. Go, go up the butt. Well, the anal craftsman. I don't want that. That's yeah. for sure. That's there's a there's a really great documentary about how George Bush is responsible for the death of JFK. Oh my god! And there's a sequel. Senior thought, or junior? Uh, I thought senior. Magneto was senior. Spoiler alert! And the sequel. And the I sequel thought it was Magneto. <laughs> there's an actual sequel to that movie in which uh, W is responsible for the jet, the death of JFK Jr., you know, when his plane crashes. Oh, wow. Well. So I'm looking forward to, to watching both of those st- stupid horseshit movies. Oh, my God. Well, so, so uh, if, if you haven't gone out already and watched Dead Ball, obviously, 
our talk here is gonna just you're gonna run out and, and do that. Yeah, so, I I, hope I that, liked it. I hope that we're able to sell people on the movie because you have an open mind. It will it will do my heart good. You need to have people, a very open people mind are watching a in order to watch that movie. It. Hopefully, we've done enough to get you to go watch it. I mean, with all the plain Jane shit we see on American TV, yeah. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. That's a, that's an endorsement yeah, right there. That's a back of box video quote right there from Sean. What Sean just said. So, well, let's keep with the theme here of of uh, crazy baseball. Crazy, wacky, high-as-a-kite baseball. That's right. He's high as a Georgia pine. That's what he said with his <laughs> man said his own words. Let's talk about a uh, little little YouTube gem that uh, Bubba found. Yeah. I was aware of this story. Yeah. Mind you. I, I had heard the, the room. You know, there's... It, the, I was told everybody's story. heard about this, but I'd never heard about it. It was a pretty, it was a pretty yeah, popular it's anecdote. A pretty, it's a pretty famous story, but I'd never heard any like really heard about like first person account right, of it right but uh in case you're wondering what we're talking about uh 1970s pitcher for the pittsburgh pirates doc ellis pitched a no hitter against the san diego padres while he was high on lsd yeah <laughs> he was taking acid and uh pitched on acid and pitched no hitter. Yes, and I'm not buying that. No, uh, well, you know, I am. Huge, I am not buying. That. I am not a huge baseball fan, but I know even a dumbass like me knows how rare a no hitter is. Correct. When you throw a no hitter, that makes your career. Right. You I know? would. I would like to see a guy put a finger to his nose when he's on acid, and he's gonna fucking throw strikes for nine innings. Well, he did walk a bunch of guys. Well, sure. He hit a he, bunch. He hit, and he, he hit, hit a bunch of guys, too. Um, yeah. Just, he, no. He, ver- uh, he very much goes into detail. So He does. So, just so well, he's living it up, that's June for sure. June 12, 1970. This is his, this is is his claim day. to fame. Yeah. Well, he was a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, he had a run, run, he had no, a run right. in the 70s. I mean, I mean, besides this. No, I mean, but this is his claim to fame. Right. I mean, he started an All-Star He's not game. a Hall of Famer. He was a one-time All-Star. I he looked it up. the All-Star. Yeah. You know? yeah. So First time two black pitchers started an All-Star game. I don't know what that's got to do with dropping ass and throwing well, no it doesn't have anything to do with it, but what? I'm just saying. Okay. He, he had a run. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a jobber. Uh, no, he, so, he was no. He wasn't the Barry Horowitz of No, no, no. not saying he didn't have talent, but. Before we get too far into this story, I should probably mention the clip because it is, the animation is what sold me on. It was, uh, so. <laughs> they, right. Go on YouTube. Rainbows and, and popping out of his head. Go, go on, go on YouTube and search for uh, Doc Ellis. And the and the LSD no no. Better yet, go to offtherailspodcast.com ah, on our show notes, and we'll have a link to so it right there. Put it in the show notes. Yes. So no so, moss did a good job. Yeah, yes, it was a did. very good job. It's award winning. I found that out. They made ba- very good contrast. Yes. They basically took um, an interview that Doc gave with NPR a few years ago. Now he's dead now. Yes, he's been dead for a few years. The yeah. only thing that gives it any validity is. You hear him talk, and he is out of his mind. So maybe it did happen. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think it did happen. So according to the wow. story, according to the story that Doc tells, you haven't dropped acid. He, he no, no, I haven't. <laughs> he asked the manager if he could if he could go home. He went to his what did he say? It was his his buddy's girlfriend's house. Yeah, basically they were on a road trip he went to, to San LA. Diego. Yeah. Uh, and he went to and L.A. instead of going to San Diego, he flew back into L.A. Because that's, that's where, where he's from, from. right. Yeah. yeah, and he dropped some acid. 
on a on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like all the LA baseball had, players, he's a big drug head like yes. Strawberry and <laughs> Eric Davis. And a long line. It's a long list. <laughs> so he lost track of time and uh and found out that he had to pitch that day in San Diego. Yes. And that was I think that was one of my favorite parts of this little right. video. What happened he, what happened to yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> that was the line that he says and she goes he goes pitch Shit, I pitch tomorrow. Right. What are you talking about? And in the video, she he, she throws like a cartoon newspaper, and it says, "Pirates, Padres, you pitch." Front page. <laughs> Front yeah. Page. Front page. She says, "Now pitching, you, you sucker, <laughs> you sucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he figures out oh, he's got to better get his ass down to the to the Padres game. He has to get down to San Diego. Now, see, there's conflicting reports about this, and I found this interesting because I I watched the actually made. There's no footage. That's what I want. I well, that's true. I do want to see the footage. For me to believe it, I need to see. I I want to watch that that game. That would be a baseball game. I would pay to watch. Right. The 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 examples and the description that he gives, I would love to see. But they're saying MLB won't release it. Yeah. Well, they're saying. Well, that tells me that it's true. Yeah. Does it? Yes. What do they have to hide? Yeah, otherwise? what do they have to hide? Why won't they release it? Because they don't want. Because they want you to believe that it never oh, happened. Jesus, I mean, it, I guess it could be all muscle memory. <laughs> it's got to be all muscle memory. Some he's frying. Some so people. Awesome. He's frying. He's flying. Wait. No, he's he's, he's frying. not flying. He's, he's frying. frying. But then he's also high on other drugs. Because when he gets right. to the stadium, he's taking green uppers. Right. He's taking bennies. I met yeah. the girl. The bennies. Yeah. I got the girl in the she front row. The, she had the gold pouch. Yeah, the gold she pouch. Had the bennies. She the had the golden pouch. For him. It's the pirates' color, black oh, and gold. Oh, man. Yeah, that was awesome. And but I mean. There are athletes who are on drugs sure. who perform sure. when they're on drugs. Well, what kind of drugs? <laughs> I mean, cocaine is well, one thing. I mean, it, even marijuana. Yeah. But acid? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, so w- p- the part of the story, the, the thing that really made me wish that some video evidence of this existed was when he talked about the batter would hit the ball back to him he dove. and it's coming he dove at it. Right. he thought it was coming fast but it's coming slow and he jumped away and it was like boop yeah boop, no the, the, the one thing i would love to see is him trying to catch the ball coming back from the catcher yeah. cuz he talked about how sometimes the ball looked like a golf ball yeah. and sometimes yeah. the ball looked like and a beach ball two hands i need two hands to catch the ball yeah. every time yeah i mean he makes it sound realistic yeah i just i don't know why he would lie about it when when he to get his name in the paper, he's been he was not playing anymore by the time no, the story came no, out. No, 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 he, was no. Reti- he had been retired for a while. It just uh, when he talks live about fore- you live forever when you tell a story like that. I mean, that's you know, what I mean, well, it's you like, get talked about on off the rails podcasts when you tell stories, right? Like that. It's like Sasquatch, it's like Bigfoot, <laughs> it's like UFOs. I mean. LSD no hitter. When he makes, I need footage. I have no footage of Sasquatch, a guy in a suit walking across the screen. I mean, really. The thing I would really like to see if it exists in the footage is the play that he makes at first when he right. grabs the ball right. and he pirouettes towards first and he says, "I just made a touchdown." touchdown. <laughs> but did he give the did he give the hand signal when he caught it? <laughs> Who knows he what might was going through that guy's mind because he was out of his mind on drugs. It's just a great. Even you know what. True or not true, it's a great story. It is great. It story. is a great story. It's it's really fantastic, and you know, like I said, you guys are 
the kind of the baseball experts, and I don't follow sports as closely as you guys do, but I am endlessly fascinated by stories like Doc Ellis, and uh, I got this book. I was going to bring it tonight. I keep forgetting. So I bought this book for my dad. Here's a tip for everybody. If there's a book you want to read, get it for your dad. Get it for like Father's Day or whatever, because when, when he's done reading it, he goes, yeah, it's a real good book. You should read it. So now I'm in the midst of reading two books that I bought for my dad that he gave me. Good Father's Day, too. So there's a, there's a book I bought called The Worst in Sports, and this is a part of it. The Doc Ellis story was part of it. But they talk about things like the ten cent beer night in uh, Cleveland that ended. <laughs> that, was that was a good idea. They had a, they had to forfeit the game because there was almost murder in the yeah. stands, a million drunken fans. So, uh, but but I'm endlessly fascinated by stories like the Doc Ellis tells about sports, but they're just so absurd. You know, the the whole thing about this story is that it's crazy. Did this really happen? How could this happen? Yeah, it sounds absurd. A no hitter on LSD. I mean, just the it's such of it. a rare event to happen right. in baseball. But to have this guy do it when he's just off his gourd, you know, well, he was playing the Padres. I mean, let's be honest here. Well, yeah, nineteen seventies Padres weren't uh, barely you know, above PCL. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like he was pitching against the you know murderers. That's row that's here. true. He he that's totally. True. But if if you you know in the in and the interview, muscle memory, and he did pitch a no hitter. That is not in debate. Yeah. He oh did no, pitch I know. A no he pitched a no I, I'm not. I'm not debating when, that. When when uh, when he talks about pitching the no hitter, though, he talks about walking batters. He talks about beaning batters a bunch of times. He was just out, out of his gourd and made a lot of mistakes. He thought Richard Nixon was the umpire. You can you can make a lot of mistakes. He thought Richard Nixon That's was the umpire. That's what he says. I need yeah. to see. I want to see the game so bad now after watching that video and hearing yeah. that story. Yeah. I think. I think our listeners should send comments to Major League Baseball on Twitter, and yeah. we should demand we get to watch this game. I Correct. would love to see it. Oh yeah, more loved, than loved, more loved than any other that game would, right yes. now. Right? There that would be is, a game I would definitely sit through. There is no reason to hold that footage back. Doc is dead. You know, it's, that's yeah. this yeah. this. You know, if this is a fraud, if this is not true, then it. You know, well, he threw a new hitter. Yeah, but if the fact that he was on drugs. Let I can tell I got a right. pretty good idea when somebody's right. high. Sure, as as Doc said, I if, think we can tell. If we if have footage, uh, we can tell. If somebody's high as a Georgia pine, well, I yeah, think I'd he'll be run able to first base it. and he'll go. I just scored a touchdown. That's what, he says. <laughs> That's what he said. He got in. I'm as high as a Georgia pine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a good story though. No, that's great. <laughs> it's a great story. Like I said, go watch the video. There's a documentary. I don't know if they ever made the documentary, but there's a. A, uh, a trailer for a documentary that they were going to do about Doc Ellis. Not, not just about... Other than that, fuck the Pirates. Fuck the Pirates, spoken from a card. I also, li- I also like that he came to the game in curlers a bunch of times. That's that's his, that was his thing. He was yeah. like, if you watch this other documentary, yeah. and there'll be, I'll put a link to this other documentary, but there was a documentary, and again, I don't know if they made it, but there was a trailer for it, and th- like all of his friends talked about how he had swagger, and style. He was the first guy to walk with a Cadillac. He had the curlers, yeah. the gold yeah. chains, everything. So he's the original Dion. Yeah, he's a hip. He was a hip guy for 1970. That's why right. I don't think it is out of the ordinary, especially because if you think about the circumstances, he went to L.A. He didn't think he had to pitch. He thought he had two days. He could totally get high and get high on acid and not have to worry about it. And then all of a sudden he has to pitch. Yeah. The circumstance, everything surrounding it, makes sense. 
I believe Doc Ellis threw a no-hitter on LSD. I'll go to the grave. Wow. <laughs> Believing that. I, I mean, if I see the game, I could agree with you, but until I see it, I'm going to say no. Well, hopefully MLB will I'm going to say he game. was stone cold fucking sober. I mean, they've got MLB maybe Network. Maybe some greenies. Yeah, maybe. There's plenty greenies. of MLB Network space they could just put that game on. I love that the guy, his teammate, the the rookie that he talks about, Dave Cash, when he he kept saying, "You got a no no going." (laughs) Yes. Yep. But he kept feeling. Yeah, right. He he kept feeling the pressure of the other players. Why would Cash say that? Wanting him say that. Wanting him to shut up. He did say it. Dave Cash said it. He said he said it. He said he said it. Yes. Why would he do that? Because he was a rookie. He didn't know any better. He didn't know it was bad luck. He should know. He didn't know it was bad luck to tell him he had a no-no going. And why wouldn't he, the pitcher, why wouldn't Ellis go, motherfucker, shut your fucking mouth? Because he's on LSD. <laughs> oh, my God. Another proof, proof positive no, that he was I'm on not LSD. Buying that. These, are, these are all adding up in favor of, the, of Ellis' story being true, I think. I, I, I think it's physically impossible. I want to believe. The th- yes. I mean, I don't even think. It's like Santa Claus. I want to believe, so I'm going to believe. Well, I'm going to the grave. I need to see it. Oh, All right, well, let's start right. tweeting I at, need uh, to see it. Let's start tweeting at MLB. Let's right. see if yes. we can get him We're going to follow, we're gonna follow MLB Network. We're going to come up with a hashtag, hashtag to hammer him with. Okay. Doc on LSD. <laughs> Let L- us see it. LSD no-no. No. No. That's a long hashtag. You got a no-no. LSD no-no. LSD no-no. Yeah. We want to see it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, but the, the this, only hashtag is LSD no no. LSD no no. We, we as it. a nation are ready to see the Doc Ellis footage. Yes. We want to see it. So let's go follow him. Go out there and follow him and uh, tweet him out. Let's see if we can make this movement happen so that by the end of the year we can see an LSD riddled pitcher jumping around, scoring touchdowns. <laughs> diving on the ground at little dribblers coming back at <laughs> him. That'd be great. We could see it and then review it and Talk great. about it again. Yes, I agree. Confirm or deny. Yes. Also, the the last just to cap off of as far as the video that we were talking about, the music was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great video. It's oh, great it is. Video. <laughs> it is. I mean, the plane, the black and white, the contrast, and then all that color in there it was great. Yeah. Great job. Well, I think that about wraps up this episode. But uh, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, come back and uh, get ready for episode number four coming up here in a couple weeks. So uh, we uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as we enjoy bringing them to you. It's a yes. lot of fun for us. Yep. And, Good times. Uh, we want to hear from you, though. We want to yes. hear your comments. Please email us. Yeah, email us. Let us know what you think. If there's uh, anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, if you want to have any comments about Casey Kasem, any remembrances about the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, please, by all means, send us an email at otrpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and our and our rage against MLB to get the uh, the no-no, <laughs> LSD no-no on TV yes. so we can watch that. Yes. So uh, we're at, at Off The Rails Pod. And uh, as always, come to our website for all the show notes, news notes, uh, Spotify playlists, all that good stuff. And hopefully and we'll have a... Uh... Yeah, Facebook page very soon by the next episode. Yes. By episode yeah, four. Yeah. Well, we may even have it by now, but hopefully, yes. yes. Hopefully there will be a Facebook page at yes. some point in our future. We're trying to figure out the uh, the Zuckerberg connection, how yeah. to get that all. He's a tough guy <laughs> so, yeah. to get around. How to get that yeah. all worked He's out. He's a tough so. guy to get around. Sneaky yes. prick. You're not a real person. Right. Well, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I said, as always, go to off the rails, off the rails podcast.com. Uh 
Episode four will be here before you know it. And uh, we got a lot of good stuff planned here coming up. So until then, we just went off the rails. This song don't give a damn. damn. If the rhymes don't fit with the DJ, quit. Yeah. This song don't give a damn. damn. You can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant. Uh. If you don't try and buy it, or if your radio denies it, don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV, or what spots hot, I forgot. Yeah. I ain't mad at evolution, but I stand for revolution. Get up. Enough is enough. Hey, somebody stand up. Come on. Get up. Stand up. Get up. Stand up. Get up. Stand up. Get up. Stand up. This track ain't asking you a damn thing. Not the brand name, by the way, your champagne. Your private airplane How many blood diamonds Shining in that chain How much compromise Is tied to that fame How many more times We gotta hear that lane Live I'm inspiring them To do what Grow better weed And get higher than them Be the needy Greedy ass fire in them Be the same damn dog With the fire women They gon' tell me that I'm preaching to the choir in them Showed it right But I'm trying to light a fire in them Cause I was raised by the enemy And ever since then That's been my identity So I'm trying to give back What was given me
Spoiler alert. That might be the next movie. Spoiler alert.